Hey, thanks for eavesdropping on my phone call today. Uh, I'm going to call Kendra Stone. She is uh, one of our interim leaders. She's an RD and former director. Fantastic at her job, and uh, people love her when they're on their at their facility. She's currently at a facility in Southern California, and was there prior to uh, the coronavirus outbreak. She's remained on and has really been lending a hand to that team. Um, I'm just going to give her a call today to check in, see how she's doing. Hey, Kendra, this is John. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing really, really well. The question is, how are you doing? Oh, you know, it's another uh, beautiful sunny day in California, but can't go anywhere to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering what the weather was here in uh, Kentucky. It's uh, rainy, gray, drizzly, and uh, record-breaking cold, so. <laughs> so well, same for Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Um, yeah. They actually got snow yesterday. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, at least you have the good, nice weather, but like you said, I guess you're not really in a situation where you can get out in it too much. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what, how, how's things? Are you, um, are are you into a routine or has there, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start in terms of asking, yeah. you, you know, how are you doing? That seems a little bit small, like a small question. <laughs> uh, yeah. It seems like in a weird way we are getting into a routine. Um, but yet still trying to keep on your radar if things are changing. Like, you know, every morning I check the census for the COVID unit and it's actually gone up a little bit since yesterday. Um, and then I, and I check the ICUs to see how many tube feeders I have. Um, that's been going down and holding steady. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, it's kind of feeling normal, which, it shouldn't feel normal. Yeah. I know there's really a, a tremendous psychological aspect to this that we're all kind of experiencing and, you know, dealing with making up and recognizing as we go. Um, from, from our end, you know, like we're, I'm frustrated isn't the right word. I wish there was more that we could do to help, you know, and, and we've been talking to um, some of some of the other people in the industry, you know, our friends at Cambro, I talked to a couple of the folks over there and, and everyone's just chomping at the bit to try to get out there and help in some way, meaningful way, um, you know, past the donations and so forth, uh, which will continue and maintain. But what, what do you, I mean, do you feel like there's anything that um, any suppliers or vendors or, you know, pe people on the periphery can do to help? you all on the with boots on the ground um i mean they're they're doing what they can uh you know we've had to have a lot of changes in purchasing uh we're doing box meals for like, all the covid patients and then all the guests for pediatrics and ob that can't come and go they're not allowed to come and go so yeah um we're feeding them but but we first started out trying to do um menus for them like just you know and it got overwhelming because we couldn't keep up with all the guests and all the patients so we ended up just setting up a standard box meal that we give all the guests uh, but so yeah us foods is great with uh, getting us these stadium boxes in uh, for the whole of the system um, and then you know local vendors have been doing things like showing up with food trucks and we had somebody yesterday giving out ice cream to the staff oh that's cool uh, yeah so little things like that that are nice but I think with a lot of the suppliers is just 
kind of letting us know, you know, what's available, what additional solutions that, you know, they've come across that might help, you know, other folks. Yeah, I, I will say that our communication is, has been key. Um, and that's kind of where I position myself. You know, I called some, some people that are clients of ours uh, that I know are in kind of hard headed areas and, and we checked on them and, and we were able to provide some, just a link to uh, someone that might be able to help, you know, yeah. um, I may not have the answer, but I know two or three people that probably do kind of thing. And that's, you know, so that's, that's where we are right now. Um, you know, obviously yeah. the calendar is, um, is light to say the least. And we're, <laughs> we're putting most, all, all of our, um, you know, projects, what we do is on, on hold. Uh, but I think recently people seem to be optimistic that, you know, maybe towards the end of 2020 and certainly into 2021, people might look differently at the um, nutritional services teams and, and feel like, you know, you know, from an administrative standpoint, maybe they need to uh, update some equipment or maybe we need to go ahead and roll out those programs for, um, delivery and um, so forth that seem to be doing well during the during this you know time. Um, how, how yeah, are so. <laughs> I'm sorry. How how are your uh, teams doing? I mean, is there obviously there's got to be an element of concern, but is it like fear? Are they fearful, or have have you lost any of your team members there? Um, we have a few that uh, their doctors classified them as high risk that they were put on. Oh yeah, um, medical leave of absence. Um, because yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm actually. Oh no, I was I'm actually say, for a person that's on medical leave. <laughs> oh okay, so that yeah. was already prior to, right? Yeah, so I came here mainly for some project work and helping fix workflow, which we yeah. were, you know, really had turned the corner on, and then COVID hit, and because they were down a manager, they asked me to stay. Um, and yes, yeah, so we've been through some other like some disasters and things, weather disasters. I was able to contribute. I felt. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to ask you that. So you have been through some um, some disaster type scenarios in your past as a director, right? I mean, that I, I thought that you told yes. me one time you that you had. What? what oh yeah, I've mainly snowstorms, sleeping at a hospital because you know nobody could get in or out. Yeah. Um, but you have some warning and really with COVID we had some warning. It's just that everything was changing really day by day. Yeah. The, the first couple of weeks were the most intense because it just, the constant communication and adapt, 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 and right. trying to keep up with making sure that everybody knows what the game plan is for today. So, and then, yeah, a few weeks later, we're kind of in the routine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, Pretty much a, uh, a, a typical reaction from you know, the nutritional services teams that I know. I mean, we're always asked to, to do things kind of on the fly and unexpected and make yeah. adjustments quickly. And so that, that that's not surprising. But, um, man, I, I don't know. I feel, well, how about your family? I Did, did you ever consider not staying on or, or, you know, is your family okay with and friends? Are they all right with you? you know, being out on the road and in the sky, uh, it's flying. <laughs> I mean, since that's what they're used to with me, um, you know, early on my brother called, my brother doesn't call me a lot. So um, I know he was concerned. Uh, and of course he had to learn at his age how to do online 
teaching, which I actually think he's had it rougher than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I, I did get to go home for a week. I, I planned on coming home for Easter. Of course, I just got to go and stay at my house for a week. Uh, so I only saw my husband uh, and the dogs. You know, they're always happy to see me too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I've been, you know, doing messenger videos with my mom. She, she'd never done that before, so now she's learned to do that. So, but, yeah, <laughs> at least get to see her. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had some of that over here, too. Everyone's having to adjust. But uh, surprisingly, I mean, it works, you know, it works great. And it's, um, you know, obviously a great tool to have, particularly in your situation. You know, so, you know, some of that's going to go on after, I, you know, things get back to normal, I think we're going to be able to do a lot through um, virtual meetings and so forth, whereas before we had sort of had to be on site a lot. So that might change. What was traveling like? I mean, did you have, have you encountered anything weird on airplanes and your flights? I mean, you're taking so, a cross-country flight, right? Yeah. So it's just been eerie weird. My last flight was when it was still really empty. Like I've seen some reports of fuller flights and even when my, I made my flight, my next reservation home, um, it was uh, a lot fewer choices in flights. So there's definitely a lot of cancels. So I expect more people on the next flight. Yeah. But just not knowing what food is going to be open at some airports. Um, you know, I definitely have to make sure I always pack snacks because you're not getting anything on the airplane. <laughs> Yeah, no, I guess they're all requiring masks, so yeah, it'd be hard to have that complimentary first-class cocktail with a mask on. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was flying, like I had no one in my row, no one in the row in front of me or behind me. There was someone whose seat assignment was in my row, but as soon as he saw me there, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll wait and see where there's another seat. So like, people were being really cool about it. Yeah. And like nobody was crowding to board. Yeah, you know how there's always that, that ridiculous jockeying herd yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of that. So I did, yeah. Okay, this is cool. People are behaving. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. everyone was wearing masks even before there was the mask order. Yeah. Like I think the last time I flew was on the nineteenth of April and everybody had on masks. Yeah, I think even the protesters that are protesting to not wear masks would probably still wear a mask on a plane. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about the thought of being in that plane with a lot of people, you know, especially for a four or five hour flight. So, But they are cleaner than ever right now. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet that's noticeably cleaner. That's cool. That's an upside, I guess. I guess you could say. Well, they're doing all the extra cleaning and then all the passengers are doing extra cleaning. Everybody gets out their wipes. Yeah. Gets the tray table, That's gets cool. the window shade, gets the yeah. armrest, gets the you know, I, I, the last. I was on a plane last in March, early March, and um, that that that's what you know. I I did that, and I honestly I felt <laughs> self conscious, like I might look like the germaphobe. But but then on my return flight, after the project was finished, I noticed that everybody started doing that, so I felt pretty good and safe. Yeah, because. It's just one of those things. It's gonna. There's gonna be changes of habits, changes of behavior that naturally come. So, well, yeah. so so we we shouldn't be worried about you then. And it sounds like <laughs> I'm doing good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
traveling, yeah, there's days of loneliness anyhow. So this just, you know, makes it a little worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just thank God for all the internet ways of reaching out between like, you know, the Zoom meetings and Messenger and things like that, that you still yeah. can connect with folks. Yeah. Well, I just really just wanted to call, just touch base. We're here. I'm here. You know, anytime that you're faced with something uh, feeling down or if you have something really cool to report, you know, just let, let me know because I'm, I'm available, certainly not oh. traveling. So I'm here at my home base. And um, yeah, if you can think of anything, you know, after we're going to certainly regroup and try and build a um, moving forward kind of playbook. Uh, with the best practices that that our our current clients and that we've heard from others, so um, if you have anything to add, we certainly will include you on any of those uh, discussions and meetings coming up. But um, yeah, just wanted to say hey. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, enjoy that lovely Kentucky weather. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're hoping for the best <laughs> with that. It's pretty classic. Usually, here what happens is you know the, the stuff starts coming out, and you're like, hey, this might not be that bad, you know. And you see some tulips blooming, and all the dogwood trees start coming out, and then there's a gigantic frost, and everything goes back. So, so we'll see. We're used to it, but um, we're we're hoping for the best. Well, take care. All right, Kendra. Always good talking to you. See ya. Oh, bye. bye. Right, that was nice. Um, always good talking to Kendra. She's one of our interim leaders. Uh, she is getting into a routine, and she had indicated that um, things, though, are are getting into routine. They certainly are a little out of the ordinary. Um, but it sounded like she had some really uh, positive outlook. She's always very positive. Hey, eavesdrop again. I've got some lots of calls coming up, uh, so make sure you frequently come back. And I appreciate you eavesdropping on my phone calls.